From our 901 Mission Street studios, you are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Welcome to Total SF and an interview with my new favorite band, Iron Front. Alameda, where I live, is an island filled with porch bands in 2020, and none have rocked as hard as the teens of Iron Front. They've played on Eagle Avenue near my house twice during the pandemic, both times creating a stir on my Twitter feed. Everyone from Third Eye Blind, Stephen Jenkins, to KNBR's Tom Tolbert, to the Alameda Police Department weighed in. So I thought I'd invite lead singer Topi Plord and drummer Max Mahmood on Total SF today. We'll play parts of their songs, Pastor of Murder, in 2056 later in the podcast. This right now is Zombie by Iron Front on their EP, Demonic Possession. So that was being played by four teens in high school, and the drummer Max is 12 years old and in seventh grade. He's been in the band since third grade. Um, I really enjoyed this episode, but I've also never felt more like a poser on my own podcast. I was struggling and really failing early on, not to sound really old, but it turned out cool. We warm up to each other, talk a lot about music. Um, They gave me a great, great background. Uh, great intro to death metal in this podcast. And I believe they're the youngest guests to go through Heather Knight's lightning round. Heather is not here today, but I administered it on her behalf. Some very good burrito picks. And I asked Topi if that hurts his voice when he sings like that, and he gives a great answer. Iron Front coming up. I'm Peter Hartlob, and this is Total SF. Thank you very much. Hello, Topi and Max. Welcome to the Total SF Podcast. And uh, I'm a big fan of yours. Very happy to have you on today. Well, thanks for having us. So I, first of all, how was school today? I just want to start there. Uh, how are things going? How, how's your weeks going? How's uh, being at home, all that? How, how, how are things going for you guys? Uh, well, for me, uh, it's been pretty stressful lately. I have my schoolwork to keep up with and I also I'm currently applying to colleges and I need to keep on top of band stuff too so it's yeah. kind of so a lot Topi, of what, what year are you I'm a senior at Berkeley High School I don't know if you want to talk about it Topi but where are you applying and uh, what are you hoping to do um, in college my first choice is Loyola New Orleans they have a really cool major popular in commercial music so hoping to get into that program well I like the band, I got to tell you how I learned about the band. And uh, Max, I, I know you know, but our, our listeners don't know. I've known your mom and dad since before you were born. Yeah. And um, and 
So I think your mom texted my wife and said, oh yeah, Max is going to come and play. His band's going to play a couple blocks away. And Max, I, I know you are into music and you've gone to school for music and stuff. So I'm like super cool, but I knew nothing about the band. I thought like maybe it was going to be like a jazz combo or something. I don't know. So I get home and I swear I'm like a block and a half away. I could have gone to the concert by just opening my window. I mean, all of a sudden I just hear this pastor of murder. Pastor of murder. The man in and i was super stoked but i wanted to ask you guys alameda you came you've been playing porch concerts had you been playing together very long before that and and what kind of led up to that yeah we uh i think we started playing about almost five years ago now is that right yeah like four or five and uh so we were all really bored with COVID uh-huh. and stuff, and uh, we played we played a very like small gig at a skate park as socially distanced as we could do it. Um, and then the one in Alameda was our second show during COVID at our bassist's house, Jonah. And uh, yeah, people really liked it. Yeah. Tell me how you guys met. Um, and, and I'm not sure, Max and Topi, if you've both been with the band the whole time, but give me the kind of genesis of Iron Front. So we, uh, we met through a program called Bandworks, which is kind of like group music lessons. They teach you how to play with bands and stuff. And that's where I met Max and Jesse. Mm-hmm. Um, we went through several bassists until we found Jonah. And Jonah's awesome. We've been with him for about two or three years now, I think. Maybe longer, actually. Um, and then just about a year ago, I met our newest guitarist, Cruz, through a mutual friend of ours, and he's awesome. Yeah. Max, uh, I I felt bad because I'm on Twitter and I kept saying, you know, it's a teen band with one preteen. But you seem like maybe you're a little bit proud of that, too. Um, you, you just mentioned you were in third grade. What, what grade are you in now? And uh, uh, you like playing with these guys? Yeah, I'm in, I'm in seventh grade now. And it's, it's really fun to play with them because they're a lot older and they're um, a lot funnier and more fun to be around than seventh graders. So it's really good. So I, I wanted to ask you, um, what exactly do you call the kind of music you're playing. It's metal, but what kind of metal is it? And um, a lot of our listeners are going to hear it and think, oh, that sounds, you know, maybe they have a reference like Metallica, or maybe they even listen to, you know, Exodus or High on Fire or something. But what kind of metal is it that you guys are playing? Um, I think it's like death metal. Sometimes we got like thrash metal in there, but it's mostly just death metal. Yeah, it's mostly death metal. Death metal is like kind of one of the, the wider genres. We... Sometimes throw in a little bit of thrash, sometimes just a little bit of prog, like like uh, Death, you know, or Gojira. I feel like the pandemic helped us almost because we wrote, we were writing so many songs in the beginning of the pandemic. Um, we had like twenty something songs that we had written and recorded. Yeah, we uh, we all recorded them in our houses and then sent them to each other. We were able to put them together and get a very rough demo. Back in March, we were. Preparing to play uh, one of our biggest shows yet, which was uh, 
show with, um, I think it was Phantom Witch, Sepsis, Violent Legacy, and Plague, all of which I, I think are really awesome bands. Um, but it got canceled, so. So your EP, Demonic or Demonic? <laughs> Demonic? <laughs> it's either one. It's either. Uh, we... we it was our uh, it was our demos that we recorded um, a little while ago. We were planning on submitting them to venues and stuff, but we can't play venues anymore. So of it, back in May, we figured you know might as well just release our demos. So did demonic or demonic because you know it's got yeah. demo in it. And uh, demonic or demonic possession, Iron Front, two words, and people can download it. I downloaded mine off of iTunes. I gotta say, like I've been seeing all the bands around and I go to the porch concerts really early on like March and April I was riding my bike around a lot and just running into them but I'll also say like I lived in Oakland for 16 years and moved to Alameda and Alameda is not what I would consider to be a big death metal town (laughs) so when you guys were coming and I heard the music I'm like oh man I don't know how this is going to go over and then from my point of view I went over and saw, you know, a lot of young people, uh, people my age, and just everybody seemed totally cool with it. They were having a great time. They loved your music. I wanted to ask you, were you worried about it? Were you worried about the cops coming, shutting it down? Were you worried about, you know, what might happen? And what were you thinking coming to the show in this kind of small town playing on a porch? Um, I wasn't that worried. Um, um, the one we just played since the other one didn't get shut down I was kind of like you know might not happen but if it does then whatever we can just uh, like stop playing and yeah still a cool story even if the cop <laughs> shut it down yeah um, you know a lot a lot of people like I found kind of surprisingly but we have very positive reactions from people even who don't usually listen yeah. to metal I think people just really like live music in general like when we're practicing at our guitarist jesse's house i think his neighbors they said they really liked us um yeah just a lot, a lot of people like once if they're exposed to it you know live they tend to appreciate it um before the pandemic we played at um cruises the guitarist high school as like a talent show thing and I, I didn't think we would get such a positive reaction because it's a bunch of high school kids who probably listen to like rap and stuff. But we went there and played like three metal songs and they were totally into it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that show, that was that was a lot of fun. Yeah. The crowd was, they, they were really into it. Um, except for one teacher. <laughs> yeah. during, during the rehearsal leading up to it, she kept telling us we needed, we kept needing to turn down uh, for one song, and we're like, all right, all right. So we try to turn down a bit, play the song again, and we ask her, is, is that better? And she said it was actually even louder. <laughs> she had a monitor of how many decimals oh, no. it was. I think it was like 90 or so. Uh, and my friend said during the performance, everyone was going nuts except she was just standing against the wall with her fingers in her ears. Well, that kind of makes it better. I mean, if one person... <laughs> yeah. Had- you, you talk about that, and, and I think some of it is that, you know, people who don't listen to the music see that you're young and just kind of kicking ass and into it, and then they sort of are going to give it a chance. And, um, like, my wife is not 
someone who listens to metal, much less death metal. I listen to a little bit of it. You know, I've always listened to Metallica and then kind of moved on to, you know, maybe Machine Head. Someone will play a song and I'll buy the album, but I'm not super big into it. Now I think my wife, who's the school librarian at Alameda High, I think I could take her to a metal show now. Like, you're the gateway. Like, seeing, because she was so into you guys. And then now that's like a conversation I can have. Like, hey, Machine Head's playing the Warfield. Let's go check it out. I, I might get her there. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah. uh, I think it's super cool what you guys are doing. I think that we're um, younger. People um, like it more. Because, like, if we were, like, 20, I don't think they'd pay so much attention to us. But since we're young, they're, they're like, they're super interested in us. Yeah. Yeah. I also think, like, I think a lot of music, or almost all music, and I think almost all media in general, there's something to appreciate in it. Um, I always, whenever I'm, like, trying to check out something new, I always kind of come at stuff, not, for, like, from the perspective that, you know, if people are enjoying it and I'm not, maybe there's something I'm not understanding about it. We'll be right back after this short break. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. So we're going to go to a lightning round, but first I want to just check to see what you've got on the schedule. Are there any places that people can see you? And um, uh, I've got your EP is there an iron front site is there iron front merch like this t-shirt i'm wearing um what's going on with you guys that you'd like to t- to tell the people well we have uh our instagram uh iron front metal all one word uh that's where we'll post most of our announcements and stuff uh, we also have a twitter and a facebook i think we're a little less active on those don't have any shows planned at the moment but we might have something in the works for december we're still trying to figure stuff out surrounding that and another thing we have in the works is cassettes because oh yes perhaps that's super old school is that are those coming back (laughs) yeah they are physical media in general yeah Yeah. just a lot of fun to have like you know your your music but like it's like an object yeah oh my god i love that i as a you know 50 year old gen x nostalgia guy I, i like that i like hearing younger people talk about cassettes um, I spend most of my money on records. Yeah, me too. Our lightning, our lightning round is usually, um, it's usually uh, uh, from my coworker Heather Knight, and we're usually giving this to like politicians or actors or something like that, authors who live in the Bay Area. Um, because you're underage, like half of the questions I've got to throw out, but I've got some new questions just for you guys. Um, starting though with a classic, we ask this to everybody. Where is your favorite place in the East Bay to get a burrito? You could pick San Francisco too, but favorite place Gordo's. to get a burrito? Gordo's, Gordo's really? Oh, whoa. Gordo's, definitely. Where? I live like two blocks away from the one on college. God, so gross. All right. What um, do you get there? What do you get there? What's your order? I uh, get a burrito, super burrito, carnitas usually, extra rice, guacamole, uh, pinto beans, 
Yeah, because they have the whole pinto beans at Gordo's because they're old school. Uh, Mark Benioff, among the people who have picked Gordo's as their favorite burrito place in the lightning round. Max, what about you? My favorite, I got two. So um, first one is Talavera, which is on Solano Avenue. Second one is uh, Taco Sonola, which is by the Coliseum in Oakland. Mm -hmm. Super good. Have you got an order there that you prefer? Um, the enchiladas there, oh, green nice. sauce, super good. Taco Sinaloa, you said it's near the Coliseum. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to check that out. Um, my older son, Theo, and I do do a lot of taco truck runs in uh, Oakland, so I'll check that out. Okay, second question. Most underrated drummer for you, Max, and vocalist for you, Topi? Um, most underrated is Tom Hunting from Exodus. Awesome. He's local. Yeah. Bay Area local. guy. Yeah. All right. Good. Good one. Uh, Topi, what about you? I don't know if he counts as underrated, but I like Blake Schwarzenbach a lot. Uh, he's a really good songwriter. He's also my cousin. Oh, right on. You're, God, your cousin's in Jawbreaker. That's awesome. I don't know if he's really underrated, though. Um, I saw Jawbreaker way back in the day and uh, glad they're back together. Um, this is just a question for you, Topi. Uh, I always want to ask someone this who, who is who is doing kind of the death metal. Does it hurt your voice? It, it kind of used to hurt my voice when I first started doing it, but now I've kind of gotten good enough at it that it doesn't. Sometimes it just makes my voice sound weird for a little bit after, but not that bad anymore. Yeah. Sound weird what way? I don't know. It just gets kind of more gravelly. Sometimes mm-hmm. after a show, when you spend like screaming a lot, his face will be so red. <laughs> it's... Yeah, it's, it's going pretty hard. Yeah. I felt like I was going to throw up after the skate park show. Yeah. <laughs> that would have been sick. <laughs> Radical. Are you ever in a class and a teacher asks a question and you just want to answer it kind of an iron front, you know, prophet of, or pastor of murder voice? Well, now I do. <laughs> and I'm going to get I don't you. Know, sometimes, I'll just be, sometimes I'll just be sitting around and I notice, like, my throat. It's got, like, the perfect, like... Uh, perfect like moisturization to do a just devastating growl (laughs) my goal going into this and i know max's mom really well my goal is not to get either of you in any trouble so um so if you do do that don't say it it was because of me (laughs) um bay area bar or venue that you would absolutely love to play once you know all this pandemic stuff is over all right, so first one, it closed. You've got a list. <laughs> yeah, I've got a list. <laughs> so the first one closed down earlier during the pandemic, but it was Slim's in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I know Slim's. Yeah. And then the other one is Metro Opera House, which is in Oakland. And it's just one of my favorites of all time. Yeah, the Metro Opera House is awesome. I've seen so many good bands there. Um, 
Yeah, I think that that's probably my pick too. Oakland Metro Opera House. Seen most of the good bands there. UC Theater is pretty cool too. Yeah. But the stage is a little far away from the crowd. Yeah. Um, Warfield might be fun too. That's big. Yeah. You could think big. It's all right. Warfield yeah. would be super fun. I love the Slims pick. Great American Music Hall is fun too. I've oh, seen yeah. a ton of bands at Slims like before you were born. Um, I would say, like, I would, as a fan, as an Iron Front fan, I would love to see you guys at the Ivy Room. I think that would be a great, because I don't like the really big venues. I like, like, an intimate venue where the sweat's flying. And this is after, like, everybody feels safe or I'm wearing a super mask or something. I think the Ivy Room in Albany is just a super great venue. And I've seen, like, the Avengers there and American Steel and a lot of, bands that kind of play bigger venues but they'll play the ivy room because it's super cool so yeah if we're a band in 10 years we can go there (laughs) yeah but you know first concert do you remember it black sabbath black sabbath what year and uh how was it it was their final tour how old were you what year where was Um, it get set the scene for me it was 2016 i think which is about four years ago, almost five now, I guess. Um, I was, I think I was 12 or 13. I was in like seventh or eighth grade. Um, I don't really know what to expect. And uh, it was a really great show. Although looking back, like I appreciate Black Sabbath a lot more than I did back then. I would have liked to see it, see it again, but unfortunately Black Sabbath is no more. It was only, uh, only there's no standing room at all, which is, I think that's one of the only metal shows I've ever seen Yeah, with no standing, moshing. Uh, controversial take, I prefer the Ronnie James Dio Black Sabbath, but, you know, think less of me for that, but... Um, all right. Even more, even more controversial take, I don't care about the vocals of Black Sabbath <laughs> at all. I'm just here for the riffs. What about that? awesome. Unacceptable. <laughs> You know, on, on the first Sleep album, I have it on vinyl, and on the back, the band thanks everybody in Black Sabbath except for all <laughs> All right, Max, what's your first concert? Was it, you, I think you told me, it was Iron Maiden? Yeah, it was Iron Maiden. How old Maiden. were you? Where was it? What do you remember? All right, I was like three months old, probably. <laughs> um, it was at the Shoreline Amphitheater, I'm pretty sure. I don't remember it at all. And then probably one of the first was Judas Priest. Oh, nice. What and lineup was that? Was that with uh, Rob Halford or was someone else yeah, doing vocals? Yeah, it was with Rob Halford. Uh, forget who else. Everyone, I think it had Richie Falker in it. But, yeah. And both I also guitarists? Saw, were both guitarists playing or was... Uh, yeah, it was um, Glenn Tipton. But yeah. uh, KK Downing wasn't there. Oh, uh, yeah, I think he had left. Yeah. And Black cool. Sabbath was also one of my first concerts. Well, it's good to see your parents are introducing you to the classics. So, you guys, different ages, different schools. Tell me about the future of the band. Do you guys talk about it? Do you want to continue playing together? Is that going to be kind of hard to do? Or, or are you just kind of enjoying it now while you can play together? Because I know, you know, the age difference and going to different places. What, what are you guys thinking about that? Well, in, in the closer future, uh, I'll probably be going to college. And our guitarist, Cruz, 
will probably take over on vocals for a little bit until I can get back at college. Hopefully I'll learn a lot about the music industry so then I can bring all that knowledge back to us. Nice. Play some more. Um, I don't know too much beyond that. I don't know what the other guys are really thinking about doing just yet. Yeah. Um, I'll won't even be in college yet when Toby's out. I, yeah, so I don't even know. I'll tell you about a band. Uh, do you know about the Descendants? Yes. Yes. Yeah. Well, I wanted to call. I wanted to call our first album. Toby goes to college. <laughs> but I'm not I sure. Jesse's going for it. I think that's it. a great idea. Yeah. Milo goes to college is the album. I think the lead singer is it Milo Ackerman. I get the mm-hmm. names yep. mixed up, but went and got. I I think he got like an advanced. You know, he got a PhD at yeah, least. Yeah, he has like I a PhD in chemistry or something. I think. Yeah, and then he came back, and the band got back together. So yeah. there are examples. Uh, uh, Iron Maiden lead singer is. You know, he can fly a plane. He went off and yeah. did other things. So, yeah. uh, and now he's like, uh, or like a rock climber or something. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Anyway, I'm selfishly hoping that Iron Front is around for a while because I'm going to tell you guys like, and I was kind of joking about it, and you know, I hope I hope it didn't come off like I thought any less of it because that was like my Coachella. I mean, I didn't have any... I, I'm walking around and seeing these other bands and they're playing Yacht Rock or whatever, and I love it. Like, thank you for the free entertainment. But then to discover, A, this new awesome metal band, and I love metal. Um, B, it's like an education because I'm looking at your set lists and I'm like, you know, starting to download stuff and learn new stuff. And then C, it's Max who like... You know, Max, you don't remember, but, you know, we went to Oakland Zoo and stuff together when you were an infant. So this was just a really, really cool uh, part of my summer. And I don't have a question. I just want to thank you for that. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm wearing a shirt. I'm wearing your shirt like a yeah. fanboy. I, I interviewed someone from Pixar today. I didn't wear a Pixar shirt. You know, I'm just like, but Iron Front, I'm wearing the shirt during the interview. Um, I just think you guys are great. Thanks. You can say you liked us before we were cool. <laughs> You're already really cool. No. I was born that way. Yeah. Last question, um, and this is just to make me feel super old. What year were you born? Toby first. 2003. Max? 2008. And you guys rock like that. You've got a great future and wherever you guys go and however you're playing and with whoever you're playing and wherever it goes... Um, you guys are super talented and I put it out on Twitter and like it exploded. Everybody loved it. Um, no, thank you for that. Yeah. Oh, that was super nice. It, it's my pleasure. I mean, and, uh, and it just got a lot of positive feedback. Some from people who are really into metal, some from people who don't know anything about it, but just love, you know, some artists coming into a neighborhood and, lighting it up a little bit and uh so thanks guys and thanks for coming on my podcast and have a good rest of your day thanks for having us and i look forward to more iron front shows yeah great so do we yeah
You are listening to the San Francisco Chronicle. Thank you to my guests, Topi and Max from Iron Front. Total SF is a production of the Chronicle. Our music is The Tide Will Rise by the Sunset Shipwrecks off their album Community and Cable Car Bell Ringing by eight-time champion Byron Cobb. Support Total SF in the newsroom that creates it by treating yourself to a digital Chronicle subscription at sfchronicle.com slash 